0: Uh yes, finally. Yes, awesome. Great. Finally can do this. Um all right, so let's get on with the um warning. Okay. Uh this podcast contains teen angst. Uh, I need that right now. Um teen crushes, uh teenage vampires and unvampires. now uh, what's an unvampire? Um I'll learn that in class, maybe. Uh succumbuses, Mm-hmm. Um, Really overbearing, shoe-wielding mothers. I know what that's like. Um, Adult language, nosebleeds, and rosaries. Uh, Listener discretion is advised. Episode 13: Teen angst affects everyone, even vampires. Hello and welcome to the Spyrokin Mong Review. This is your host Zan, and unfortunately, not with me today again is my co-host Mason. Unfortunately, she's in the nah, she's been to the doctor's office, and well, she's not doing that great. So, anyone, if you want to send your well wishes, please send it to. Us. Maeson.spyrecan at gmail.com. I think she'd really appreciate the well wishes. So, yeah, we're into a new episode. We're actually up to episode 13. We're teens! We can actually see PG-13 movies, and we can get on with puberty. Hooray! I know, it's a miracle. We actually got a new episode up. I know, I'm sorry it's been so long. Like I said, I wanted to wait for Maeson to do a new episode. I really did. I'm sorry, guys. But unfortunately, as you know, the show must go on, so... We'll wait for Mason to get better, but unfortunately we got to do some new episodes. I know you guys have been waiting, so unfortunately it's me again. But don't worry, we're going to have some guest hosts in the upcoming shows until Mason gets better. She will show up eventually, hopefully. She'll be good. She hasn't quit. Don't worry. Anyway, so what's been new with us? Well, nothing much. I'm actually recording in the new setup I got. Yeah, I actually finally set up a little area for recording, so the sound should be a lot better. Just a little bit. We'll see what happens you guys tell me what you think as usual you know the email sparkin.podbean.com or sparkin.gmail.com send us your emails and your information we'll get back to you oh before i do any reviews or anything i'd like to wish happy birthday to two of our friends on myspace and two of our fans the first happy birthday we're going to say to is our very very lucky our one of our favorite listeners Susie. her birthday's on the third happy birthday Susie! And then our other listener is, well, their birthday was yesterday, October 1st, is Jason. He's our friend on MySpace. And like I said, happy belated birthday. We Hope you have a lot of fun. Hope you get lots of anime and manga. Yep. Okay, so now that that's off, For those of you who don't know, we are the and Manga Review. We are the society providing information and reviews about manga. And what we do pretty much is that we will review manga and read it and give you the information about it. You know what's good and what's not. It's our opinion. If you want to believe us, you can. If you don't want to, it's no problem. But, you know, we'll tell you what we think about it or what I think about it right now. But anyway, we raid from a system of from our lowest, which is give it to a priest to purify it and then burn it, to our highest, which is going to be, it's really, really, really fucking cool. If you don't buy this and read the manga, your soul will burn, your eyes will bleed, your brain will melt, and your soul will be sacrificed to the great Zomogustar. Buah, ha. ha, ha, ha. No, it doesn't sound as good without mei I don't know why. It's kind of weird, but eh, who knows. We'll work on this and we'll see what happens. Anyway, so now on to the reviews. For those of you who remember from the last actual episode we had, I was going to review Chibi Vampire. Actually, it's known as Karen, but in English it became Chibi Vampire. Anyway, this is a manga series which was written and illustrated by Yuna Kagasaki. Uh, it's a romantic comedy supernatural there are 14 volumes plus a light novel series which is pretty cool it was originally released by Fujimi Shobo publisher and now it's being released by Tokyo pop and it came out October 2003 and it finished this February so that's pretty cool for five years that's not bad at all and now into the crux of this what is this about well pretty much... This manga is about, as you can guess, chibi vampires, because that kind of ruins it. It's about vampires. Well, sort of. The manga opens up with our main character, Karen Maka. Karen, the main character, since the title's based on her, Karen. Anyway, she is, you know, she's a normal girl. She likes things out. She loves sunny days. She loves garlic. And she's kind of alone. Her family really doesn't understand her. Well, she's a little different than her family, but we'll get into that in a little bit. So anyway, she goes to school as normal, and you find out she's supposedly anemic. She's She faints a lot, and it turns out she's not anemic. She's actually a vampire. Well, don't worry, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, wait, she's a vampire, but she likes sunny days? She's outside? She's What is she, some weird, crazy vampire? I'll get into that in a minute. Anyway, she's in class, just relaxing during gym. This new student with a really creepy face... He comes in. He's kind of scary looking. This is our second character, Kenta Usui. Kenta, he walks in, says hi everybody. And when Karen sees him, she just completely... Just something about him makes her kind of go bleh. Kind of freaks out, so she passes out. And when she passes out, she wakes up in the nurse's office and she's a little worried. Like, what was that about? Eh, well, it doesn't worry. So anyway, she goes to her classroom and who's sitting in her seat this guy, and so she's like, okay, and she gets that weird feeling, in. so she's, uh-uh, I'm leaving, goodbye, I'm going home, so you run out, and she still has this pounding feeling in her heart, and I know she's a vampire, she has a pounding heart, it's kind of weird, but stick with me, don't worry, it's going to make sense in a minute. So anyway, she runs out and goes to hide, she can't call any of her family, because like I said, she's a vampire and her entire family are a bunch of vampires, so she has to wait until the sun goes down before she can get someone to help her. So anyways, she waits for her family, she sees a guy, this salary man, who looks all depressed, and she bites him. Now, what happens is that once she bites him, of course, who comes walking down the road in this park and sees her? Yep, you guessed it. It was Kenta again, sees her, and he's like, wait, what's that about? Why is she biting him? And the way it looks, it looks like she's making out with this older guy. And What happens is that, I'll give this a spoiler, pretty much she's a vampire in the sense that she has to bite people, but... She doesn't suck their blood. She's an unvampire. She actually produces too much blood. So what happens is when she bites someone, she actually injects blood into them. Because if she doesn't, she's a vampire with nosebleeds. Blood goes everywhere, which is kind of funny later. After she's done biting this guy, this guy's really energetic and really pumped. When she gives him blood, all of their, they have misfortune or happiness. They're really happy and everything just reverts. It's kind of cool. What happens is that throughout the series, it's that she doesn't want anyone to know that she's a vampire and Kentus kind of knows that something's up so it's romance between him and her when he first approached her about it karen's little sister anju this little creepy girl who looks like a typical lolita doll vampire but the old old dress and a creepy doll which actually talks on its own named boogie kind of threatens him she's not a full vampire yet she can go out in kind of dark days but she's able to wipe memories, which is kind of cool. So her job is to just kind of erase the memories of anyone that Karen bites. But she was going to erase the memories of this guy, but she decides not to because she feels that she's growing up. As long as this guy's around, she can he can help Karen. So that's kind of cool. The series is pretty cool. I mean, I want to get more into it, but I don't want to spoil it. This is actually I had a lot of fun reading this. And there were just so many cool characters. I mean, besides the Maka family, or Marker family, because they were from because her family was originally from europe and they moved over here and the parents kept their original names but the children changed it so it's kind of cool like you have of course in the family you have the father henry marker now the father's typical dressed very elegantly and he flies around he's very weird you know typical evil vampire but his wife is his boss like he'll say something and his wife will hit him on the back of the head his wife Basically, she wears the pants the family. She forced her opinion on you by hitting you in the face with a slipper. Yeah, that type of husband. So her husband is terrified of her. And also, she has an affinity for liar's blood. Now, as I said before, with Karen, she kind of sucks unhappiness blood. All the vampires in the series, they kind of will bite specific people. And what they do is when they bite them, they draw out that negative or whatever. For example... Karen, Mark, or the mother, like, sucks up liar's blood, so if she bites a guy who's a liar, absorb the lies, then the guy won't be able to lie for a certain amount of time. While Henry, he likes pride, someone who's very proud, and they'll just become meek. And Karen, who you find out later, it's unhappiness. And then her older brother, Ren, who is this typical vampire pimp player guy, he has sex with a lot of women, pretty much his thing is stress. Like, if a girl's stressed out, you know, sucks her blood, has sex. Kind of a nice little thing for him. Must be a big, he's a big player. A lot of fun. There's a funny scene where um, the mother is getting a glass of blood in a wine glass and she the husband's pouring for her and she drinks it and spits it out like, this isn't liar's blood! Throws it right in his face. Yeah, what does she like? Bullshit her blood? It's kind of, like I said, it's a cool series. just It's an interesting dynamic the family has. I mean, you have the fact that Karen has to work she's is completely different than them because she's she has no night vision no nothing she has to work to keep the power in the house she has a job at this place called Julian's and ironically Kenta also works there so that kind of causes her problems later but she works hard and just it's a very very cool series the art styles at first I was not digging it but after the second volume it got actually really good it's not shoujo-y. It's a little more detailed and not as round. But it's actually pretty detailed. And also just the pictures of Karen when she has her nosebleeds are hysterical. Writing, pretty good. A little predictable. But I like a lot of the diverse things they've added. Like the fact that the blood actually it changes the type of person they are by taking away their negative energies. So I like Boogie. Now, Boogie is just this creepy doll that Anju has, which, like I said, he carries a knife, and he's just very, says horrific things. Like, he says, like, we should kill him! and he just looking at, like, wondering if the girl's just making it up, or if he's really some psychopathical, mass-murdering doll. I'd like to see where it goes from it. And pretty much for my review, I'm actually giving a really, really, really fucking cool, if you don't buy this, your blood will freeze, your brain will spurt, and your soul will be sacrificed to the great ha Mwahaha! actually, like I said, it's a really enjoyable manga. It's a very good starter manga, especially if you like vampires. It's a nice one. It's simple. And it's easy to read. And it's just, you know, you want to see how sh- where the romance goes and what happens. Now, I know that this is kind of short. Seems like a really short episode, but I got a surprise for you guys. I'm actually going to review another manga, which I didn't roll on Scully, unfortunately, so he will be very upset. But first, let me give a promo for one of our friends who's a fellow podcast, The Anime World Order. So you want to hear people talk about Japanese cartoons?
1: You know, anime.
0: But you think the other anime podcasters just aren't nerdy enough? Sounds like you need to join forces with The Anime World Order
1: where each week three self-proclaimed experts offer you reviews
0: of titles both new and classic news and commentary rants convention reports interviews with fandom
1: and some hentai and for good measure
0: so search for anime in the itunes music store
1: or visit our website at animeworldorder.com anime world order revealing the truth about anime one podcast at a time
0: Okay, cool. So definitely check these guys out. Guess is really good. I happen to enjoy it a lot, and it's on my iPod. So I definitely check it out. Anime World Order at uh, iTunes.com. All right. Now, as I said before, the little promo, a little break. We have a got a surprise, which is I'm going to review another manga for you today. Now, I was thinking, what well, would be good for this episode since this episode 13? I said, why not another teen angst one? But Let's work on that a little more. Let's do another Vampire Teen Angst one. So, for your consideration, guys, I'm going to be reviewing Rosario Plus Vampire. For those of you who don't know, Rosario Plus Vampire is another series which is released by Viz Media. And, actually, it's a romantic harem series. And you know how much I like those harem series. This one's really cool. The original series came out in August 2004, ended June 2007. The anime came out, which was from January to March 2008. But the cool thing is that they actually made a second season, a second manga series called Rosaria Plus Vampire Kapu 2, which actually continues the story and you have a couple of new characters, including the main characters in the same sister. This series I absolutely love. I downloaded the entire series. The manga is hysterical and awesome and very violent and cool. But anyway, let me give you the little stats about it. Now, as I said, it was Rosario 2 Vampire. That's the name of the manga. And it was originally created by Akihisa Ikeda. It was originally published by Shoisha Publications. And in English, it's Viz Media. There's 11 issues. And it's still going on with this first series finished in as I said 2007 and the new series is still ongoing now you're probably wondering okay it's another vampire series how is it a harem okay let me break it down for you now the main character's name is Sukune Ono or Ano. now he's this typical main character isn't really impressive doesn't do anything he's just I mean, unlike other harems where they're really cool and they have some weird ability, he's just a Joe Schmo. I mean, he couldn't even get into a high school. He failed all the high school exams. Now, in Japan, unlike here, where you just go to the local high school, you actually have to test for your high school. Determining how good or bad you do, that's the type of high school you get. Otherwise, you have to go to a business school and end up working as a doc worker. You know, so the better school you go to, the more status you get. So pretty much... Sukune did not get anywhere he failed every exam and he's pretty much looking at a really bad life so his mom finds a creepy guy who's walking down the road really creepy looking looks almost like a r- priest on crack the priest dropped a brochure for a school so his mom filled out the application and sent it out so Sakune got accepted into the school which is kind of cool he actually got accepted hooray And so he's going to this school, and he meets, before he gets in the school, he meets this evil bus driver who looks all demonic with black glasses. And just, he's the only person on this bus, and it's just creepy as hell. As you're driving, he drives into this tunnel, and there's there's nothing. It's just black. And when he pops out, he's at about a mile from the school, and the area looks like Halloween Town from Nightmare Before Christmas trees that have no bloomage on it you have pumpkins everywhere dead grass creepy scarecrows and other things so this seems like a really nice school This looks like a crazy person would live there but anyway so he decides to go to the school and see what happens so as he's walking to the school he hears a bicycle bell now for those of you who are manga or anime fans you know if you hear a bicycle bell and you are walking you're gonna get hit in the head and that's exactly what happens. He gets run over by the second main character, Moka Akashiya. Now, Moka is this very pretty girl who's got purple hair, really cute, typical short school girl outfit, and a big rosary around her neck. Big metal rosary. And so they talk. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. And she's really sweet, really nice. She's picking up Suna, and he got a little cut on his arm. And as she's looking, oh, I'm sorry. And she bites him like I'm sorry I'm a vampire and he thinks oh well she's really cute doesn't matter she bit me on the neck and she just you know after she bit him she just like a little bite took a little blood and she's like oh you're my first by the way double entendre ha <laughs> ha anyway so he goes to the first day of class in this school and he's sitting there listening he's very dazed because you know meets a sexy girl wants to be his friend has no other friends and he's listening to the teacher say, Okay, yeah, and to let you know, this is a school for monsters. Yeah, we, we have to keep our human forms. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, a school for monsters. Uh-huh, uh-huh, on oh, human form. Oh, and then he hears the teacher say, Oh, if any humans are caught here, we're going to kill them. What? And he looks next to him sees this big, burly kid just like, Why can't we show our real form? Why can't we kill the little humans and eat them? And he's kind of a little worried because this scary big dude is nice and moves. So and he realizes, oh, crap, I really am in a school for monsters. And also, she says, teacher has neko ears. Yes, she's a kitty teacher. She's she's a neko and has a little tail. So, he's in a school for monsters. Lovely. It means Mocha really is a vampire. As he's sitting there kind of freaking out, who walks through the door but Mocha. And immediately everyone's looking at her. Oh my god, she's so beautiful. And she looks immediately at Sukune. Kun, and Oh, you're in the same class as me. Obviously, she likes him and they're friends now. And that she's holding hugging on to him and she's very happy goes around the school and big dumb guy the big dumb guy attacks him Why, hey babe why are you with this loser why don't you be with me either way after the confrontation Sukune is talking to Mocha and she says that she hates humans because when she was younger she went to a human school and they picked on her and she felt really bad about it and Sukune just is like well I'm a human I thought we were friends you know what I don't have to deal with this you're just a monster and so he goes to the bus to go home, to wait to go home. Mocha goes after him, and immediately, big scary dude shows up to attack Mocha, and turns out he's a giant troll, and, well, he wants to have a little fun with Mocha. And so Sukune hears her screaming and, you know, waiting by the bus stop. Oh, I I got to So he runs all the way back, and he actually tries to attack this big scary troll. And the troll literally just whacks him and he goes to protect her. You know, he has no powers, but he's risking his life for this beautiful girl. And what happens is that he's in front of her. He accidentally grabs the cross on her neck and kind of pulls it off without even realizing it. You find out that the cross actually is a seal on Mocha. And when he removes the cross, you see the sweet and really nice and happy Mocha actually turns into her quote-unquote true self, the inner Mocha, who is pretty much a super strong super vampire, because vampires are supposedly the greatest monsters ever, and they're indestructible. So she pretty much saves the day and kicks the troll's ass. Meanwhile, she protects Sakura. So that ends her thing and he decides to stay at the school because she protected him and he cares about her. And he, she says, I don't care, you know, if you're human, I'm your friend. And so they're now friends. And that's the beginning of their friendship slash love. Because obviously Sukune is infatuated with Mocha and Mocha likes Sukune. Well, more, more like she likes his blood because she constantly bites him on the neck. So then the next story in the first manga is the introduction of the second girl in the harem, which is Kurumu. Now, Kurumu is a succumbus, pretty much really big-chested girl in the school outfit. Who, d- Now, for those of you who don't know, a succumbus is a sex demon. Pretty much, Kurumu is just this girl who likes enticing men and getting them wrapped around her finger. And with her big boobs, she entices them, hypnotizes them, and they do whatever she wants. An example of a succumbus is, if you ever played Darkstalkers, um, Lilith and Morgan. Yeah, so she has the bat ears and the bat wings, so it's kind of cool and funny, but, you know, the boobs are the main thing. Just, well, when she sees that Mocha is attracting guys, she tries to get Sukune, and just pretty much her ability is she'll hug Sukune and then push her boobs into him and make him kind of, I mean... Does that mean... But girls do that anyway, so that must mean that all girls are Sakumis. And... Nah. Nah, that's not true. They can't be Sakumis. Well, anyway. So, she tries to steal Sukune from Mocha, and they end up getting in a fight. Pretty much what happens is that after trying to enthrall Sukune... Um... Mocha comes to save the day, and again to a fight with Kurumu, and she starts getting all pissed off, because if I can't have him, no one can. Sukune ends up trying to protect her, and as usual, he goes and accidentally rips off the crucifix, and out of the crucifix, regular happy Mocha becomes super S-class vampire, real Mocha. Anyway, once Super Mocha wakes up, she ends up beating the hell out of Kurumu, and then she goes for the kill. Sukune protects Kurumu from Mocha and just kind of gets her to lay off just saying she's a succumbus it's just what she does don't hurt her please she's my friend also I just don't want to lose you and then evil Mocha says the only reason why I'm doing this is because my outer self likes you afterwards Kurumu has decided that Sukune is going to be her mate of fate pretty much in order to save their species they have to find a pure mate and pretty much he's going to be her mate and then through the next couple of volumes, you introduce the other characters, including the next of the harem girls. This one is actually the youngest of them. This is the little witch known as Yukari Sendou. Now, pretty much, she is the smartest student at the Yokai Academy, what the school's name is. I forgot to mention that before. But anyway, she's 11 years old, and she's a stereotypical witch. She wears the whole witch outfit, and she does her magical piru-piru-piru, and magic happens like shit drops on people. And she's just very crazy. Who's in love with Mocha after an incident involving some other evil upperclassmen students who treat her horrible because she looks like a stereotypical witch and she's just one step away from being a regular human because in the monster universe if you're a witch you're just as bad as a human but you have some abilities so the other monsters kind of look down on her and she's also a little girl so she has that little tendency of being you know childish she plays pranks and whatnot doesn't have a lot of friends but she loves mocha because she's so smart and so sweet and hates Sukune because like i said before he's pretty much a really bad student he's like an f student so he's kind of a bad influence or she's like i'm gonna make you go away and never bother my ever again." After a whole adventure which is hysterical and sad at the same time because you feel for her. Sukune ends up saving the day and even though Super Mocha does appear, he's the one who's the actual hero. And then she's in love with Sukune so it's kind of like a love triangle. Well actually no, she likes Mocha then she loves Sukune so she wants a three way and she's cool with it. Which is kind of creepy and she hates Kurumu. And then later like four mangas in you get my favorite character whose name is Mizori who's a yoki-ona or a snow girl. Pretty much she controls ice and she's always eating a lollipop. Looks very goth. Uh, for those of you who like Elle, you might like her very much. She's pretty much the odd man out of the harem group because she's just very unusual. She's very shy. She doesn't talk. And the cool thing is one of the little gags in the series is she constantly appears in the strangest places. Like one minute she'll pop out of a closet. The next minute she'll be under a desk. One minute she'll be behind Sakune. One minute she'll come out of a ceiling, out of a clock. It's kind of cool. Also... Since she's a Yoka Ona, she does a lot of shurikens and darts and whatnot. Like, every time one of the girls, like, Moka is going to kiss Sukune, whoosh, throws a dart and suddenly it gets shocked. Even though Moka gets to bite Sukune with her chew, which is the her biting him and getting some of her blood from him, Mizune is the one who always just kind of interrupts. And she's actually pretty cool. She's just very, well, not crazy. She's just like a sociopath who likes likes him. But I like her. She's pretty cool. So if you like just a really obscure and strange character like Elle, you'll like her. Well, I could go more, but I definitely don't want to spoil it. It's really cool because you have all these monsters and how they interact with this. Plus you have the romance. You have the fighting. And then the nice thing is that later Sakune actually gets powers. He actually gets these cool abilities that makes him kick ass. So he's actually like, yes, a harem guy who actually will kick butt. Actually, wait a minute. Um, oh, yeah, I screwed that up. Sorry, guys. Yeah, because pretty much most harem guys kick ass. Like, Ranma, he's the greatest martial artist of them all, and Tenchi is just, well, he's the Prince of Jirai and the Herald of Tsun- uh, Tsunami. That's it, Tsunami. I'm a moron. But, anyway, it's, you know, it's pretty cool. He becomes this really cool super vampire type being. Well, I'm not going to suppose. I should shut up now, read it, and anyway... um. And don't worry, you werewolf fans, there actually is a werewolf. He's Jhene Morioka. He's actually the president of the club that all the girls in Sukune join, which is the newspaper club. They make a newspaper. And pretty much Jhene, or Jin, is a peeping Tom. He's the perverted werewolf who's gives you information, and he's kind of the comic relief. And he's super fast, and, well, you know, the whole thing with the lunar cycle is true. He's not a rival per se for Mocha. He's just kinda Sakune's and all the other. He's just kinda just there. He's not a plot coupon, but he's he's just filler. I'm not gonna lie, he's filler. But he's not a bad character, especially for the werewolf fans, so you might like him. It's pretty cool. Besides that, the other characters you have yeah the teachers and for a school like the Yōkai Academy, you can expect that most of the teachers are some horrific monster of some sort, or they're very strange and unusual and evil, or happy. We don't know. It's kind of cool. One of the teachers is this. Uh, her name is Ririko Kagome. Kagome. Pretty much, she is the mathematics teacher, and it's she's actually a Lamia. Uh, Lamia is pretty much a mythical creature who has the upper body of a very beautiful woman, lower body of a serpent, which is kind of cool, and pretty much she's an S&M freak. But of course she's a closet S&M freak, so during class she's just normal mathematics teacher, shy, just very meek and doesn't like talking, and is very studious. But then in her after-school sessions, she wears bustiers and is all dominant treats men and like slaves and girls have to wear nurses outfits and if you're a bad student in her class she then whips the guys and treats them as well, well you can kind of guess how she treats them and what happens is she actually whips them with her tail and then at the tip of her tail she has this weird flower thingy which she just kind of grafts it onto the guys heads and it makes them smart. It's kind of kinky and creepy at the same time you also have the art teacher Hitomi Ishigami, who is a Medusa, actually, which is kind of cool for an art teacher. You know, somebody turns people into stone, well, her hair bites you and you become stone, and, you know, she could say, oh, I made this beautiful statue. But she likes beautiful girls, including Mocha, and she just likes collecting them and keeping them, because they'll be her her beautiful things forever. She's like a closet lesbian Later on in the series, she becomes one of the more evil characters who actually finds out that Sukune is a human and she tries to get him ousted out of the school. She's kind of a villainous character. I mean, she has some nice things about her. because She seems really cool, but she's a really bad character and evil. Just evil like dr evil evil <laughs> but anyway another teacher you have is you have the board chairman who you find out later who's actually the brother of the bus driver so he looked that creepy and evil and he's actually an exorcist and he's just very scary and he's one of the dark lords of the yokai academy but either way like I said, the main teacher, Shizuka Nekonome, is Musumi, or Cat Lady, and she's very carefree, and she eats raw fish, especially goldfish, and one of the little omakis in it has her wondering about, you know, where to get a good goldfish. Pretty much, she's this teacher you deal with the most, and she's actually one of the more sympathetic characters, because she actually knows that. Sukune is a human and she kind of figures out really easily and she cares about him she just doesn't care she's not like the other monsters say we should eat and destroy the humans she actually says you know why don't we live and let live and one of the funny things is that when she's trying to teach the students how to keep their human form one of the students is like um i guess you failed that class because you see her with her cat ears and her cat tail and she just beats the hell out of him says any questions So she's a very funny character. She's actually my favorite teacher out of all of them. And if I had a teacher like that, that'd be very cool. The series starts off episodic and then later actually gets into a story about a group who wants to destroy the barrier which separates the school from the real world. And that's pretty dramatic. So the series starts off very comical, but then it has its serious moments, especially with some of the more story arcs that come up later in the first series. And then the second series, it's more just kind of random, especially with some of the new characters that are introduced, including Mocha's little sister, who's just a complete another psychopath. And also, yeah, the mothers of the girls, and all of them are very, well, they all want Tsukune to be their daughter's baby daddy. But anyway... So the series starts off really cool and actually gets a lot better with time, which I l- really enjoy about it. The art style's pretty cool with it. I love the way that a lot of the characters are drawn. I love the way that Mizune and uh, Kurumu are drawn. The writing style is a lot of fun, and you just have a lot of really cool stuff in it. Like I said, it gets a lot better. Um, the second season, I don't like the art too much, but hey, what can I say? Maybe they're just trying to get the groove back. Um, anyway, um, and now for my review for this. Definitely, definitely, I give it uh, a really, really, really fucking cool. I pretty much recommend this to anybody who really likes harems, really likes comedies, really likes adventures, and really likes vampires. It's a really good series that's worth getting, and it's really enjoyable. It's something that you just can sit down and relax, read, and laugh a lot about. A lot of the characters are very well drawn. The designs are very artistic, and just some of it's gothic, some of it's modern. It's really something you can really dig and get into. A lot of the main characters just are written very well, and they're just not generic. I mean, yes, it's a harem. You have a lot of things. It's just you have this girl, this girl, this girl, this girl. But a lot of the archetypes aren't really drawn. Like, you you don't have an angry girl with this. You don't. You don't have a girl who just wants to kick his ass and is in love with him. You just have the main harem girl, rather, is really infatuated with the main character. So that's really fun. And if you like fan service, guys, don't worry. This series has a lot of it. I mean, it's not like Princess Resurrection or, say, Virginie Conkay fan service, but it's got some out there. It's pretty good, and as usual, the girls are very beautiful, and how Tsukune is this lucky, we'll never know. And if I was that lucky, I'd be very happy. Uh-oh, I shouldn't say that. But anyway, like I said, definitely check this book out. You You really enjoy it. You really get your money's worth, and also, you just get a really good story. That's pretty much all I have to say about that. And, well, hmm. yeah, so, well, this is a first. I mean, this is the first time I reviewed two mangas on my own, and surprisingly, both of them both got really, really, really fucking cool. Blah, 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 blah. Hail Gustar, But, yeah, can't believe it. Two vampire series, two Teen Nang series, and both of them were really worth getting. That's a first. And, well, can't believe it. Uh, you get two reviews for the price of one. Hey... And, well, for news for us, nothing much. Only thing that's new is that we have over 110 friends on MySpace. And our website actually has hit our 200th visitor. So, guys, keep visiting. Leave us some comments. We definitely want to know what you think. I hope you like this episode, definitely. Uh, If you have any questions, comments, concerns, definitely email us at spirecan at gmail.com. Uh, my email is zan.spyarkin at gmail.com and Mason. Her email address, and definitely send her some emails. She definitely needs something to cheer her up, especially since she's so sick. Well, she's not super sick, like terminal, but she's pretty sick. But anyway, her email address is spirekin at com. Definitely email her. I think she'd really appreciate it. Um, we don't have a voicemail. Also check us out at PodcastPickle.com or uh, PodcastAlley.com. Vote for us. We want to at least make the top 100 at least once in our short lives. But anyway, now it's the time you've all been waiting for. Of course, I'm speaking of the Wheel of Manga! For those of you who don't know, unlike other podcasts where we randomly select manga to read, we actually have a system. We've compiled a list of about, now it's up to 800 titles. Yeah, I know, we're probably never going to get that done. That'll take us about 12 years to get it finished. But anyway, so we have 800 titles to choose from, and we randomly select 10. Now, I use a randomizer program to get the titles ready, and we spin the wheel of manga. Whatever it lands on, whatever Scully, with his powerful Scullyness, tells us, that's what we review for next week. Um, usually it's me and Mason, however, since is not here, I'm gonna spin once. Now, this week I kinda cheated because I did, uh, Rosario plus Vampire for myself, so unfortunately that's off the list, but I think this week will be pretty good, especially if I get some of the more interesting titles this week. So, anyway, here it is. Let me sp- spin the Wheel of Manga and spin it and see what we get. Okay, I got number three, which is... Bastard! Oh, cool. I get a heavy metal manga. Nice. Heavy metal mixed with swords and sorcery. Okay, this would be pretty cool. So next week you can look forward to Bastard. And if Mason does come back, she's going to be reviewing everyone's favorite city hunter. And if not, I may have a guest host next week. We'll see what happens. Uh, Is that it? Um... Well yeah, I guess that's it. I really hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Stay tuned. We're gonna have more fun next week. And also I'll give you guys the reveal of who won our contest. No one sent us any pictures, but our other contests actually someone did win. We'll tell you more about that next week, and as usual, I'm your host, Zen, and unfortunately not with me today is Meson. We'll hope she feels better. Hope you guys enjoyed it, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>